You guys are stronger than you think. Y'all are stronger than you think. You are stronger than you think. This next few days and transition from um, whatever the summer was to whatever the fall is going to be to whatever school is going to be to the confusing uh, times that we're living in when our communication is uh, doesn't feel uh, very consistent or clear and when we're not really sure what's going on and we don't understand everything, um, the anxiety is heightened. Your fears are heightened. Uh, the unknown is scary and creates uh, your a chemical in your body called cortisol. Those cortisol levels increase and it puts you on edge and it affects your ability to actually do um, and enjoy the things that you normally do and enjoy. Uh, so it, I have... Issues with people, you know, who are like, just be happy, just accept it, just move on. It's a little condescending and a little disrespectful to people that are really struggling with depression and anxiety and whose cortisol levels are heightened, who is um, dealing with the effects of something deeper than I just feel a little bit sad today. Uh, the challenges of navigating the world we live in has, you know, resulted in real uh, mental health issues that range, you know, from mild, medium, and moderate, uh, and then in um, high. So I'm thinking about all of my people, my teacher friends, my students. Um, the kids that I've taught in the past, the kids that are, you know, most recent that I, you know, know and, and love dearly, knowing exactly where they'll be um, sitting in their homes and thinking on their computers and interacting with their teachers and some of the conversations that might come up. And I think I know that most of you want to have that optimism of I'm going to make this best of it the best of it and I love and adore that some of you struggle with that optimism right it's hard to be you know oh this is going to be okay when you do really truly do not feel like it's going to be okay i do know from experience of living on earth for a while and traveling a lot that you're stronger than you think it's true for most people most of us have not had to push ourselves to limits beyond which we think we're capable. Some people have. Uh, some people do it on purpose. Um, I'm thinking of one of my students who is a mountain biker, dirt biker, racer person. And the uh, limits that he has had to push himself through uh, to even sometimes finish a race, uh, be competitive in a race. And it's scary. You're stronger than you think. I know students that put themselves out on a limb when they create art and they write music and they play music and they act uh, when they participate in sports or things like Destination Imagination. You have given so many uh, people confidence that you are stronger than you think and 
sometimes to you, it feels like, eh, that's just what I do. And I know that's just what you do because you are strong. You've got this. Going to school remotely completely sucks. I agree with you. If we had another choice to do it better or in a better way, we would do it. Uh, I want you to think about the whole community when you're heading out tomorrow to start school in Denver. Think about those teachers that have so much anxiety trying to prepare you for um, opportunities that will help you grow and challenge you and help you experience that. You are stronger than you think. I want you to remember that those teachers have your best interest in mind as a collective and their hopes and dreams and wishes are that they're doing a good job. They are also stronger than they think and they're also dealing with the fact that humans underestimate ourselves and we live in this pretty padded world where we don't really have to work hard any, um, to do anything anymore. You know, we don't have to work hard to get to work. We put in our car, drive, we listen to our podcast, we have our AirPods. We don't even have to sit and be quiet anymore. You know, we could read a book, we could look at our phone. Uh, we're traveling, we've got, now we've got internet in the sky. Uh, when we're on an airplane, we have a pretty cushy life. And when you have a cushy life, you, it's hard to know what the boundaries are of how far you can push yourself to see how strong you are. And so if you've never had that opportunity to really push yourself, you don't know how strong you are. And some of you have had, uh, had opportunities, like I mentioned in the past, and it could be a physical opportunity. And some of you who've had those physical opportunities to push yourselves, like I really pushed myself in soccer, and I know that I can perform and push myself beyond where I think I could go, and I am a strong soccer player. Some of you have those experiences and don't translate those experiences to education or school or books or learning or those types of things. And some of you do, right? Some of you know that you are strong in all areas of your life. When you push yourself, you are strong. Your strength is going to keep you moving forward and you won't you might fumble. I was going to say you won't fumble, but you might fumble. But you have a support system of people who will be there, of people who are there. And if you're feeling like your support system is pretty vague or you're not sure, let me tell you, if you're listening to this, you have a support system. There are people in your lives that care about you as a human and know that you are strong. If you need someone to clarify that, 
you march yourself down to your telephone or your parent or your friend or your neighbor and you find someone that you can say, I need you to help me be strong. If you have people in your life that are constantly putting you down and telling you how weak you are, you need to walk away from them. And again, that sounds condescending and it's rude and it's disrespectful for me to say that knowing that some uh, people feel like they don't have a choice. Uh, And I'm telling you that I know that you feel like you don't have a choice and you feel stuck. You could feel stuck. You are stronger than you think. When you sit in front of your computer, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard and it's going to suck after a while. Like the first couple days might not be so bad and it's going to be okay. And then you're going to get bummed out. Some of you may already be going into this with, this is stupid. I don't even want to do this and I'm not even going to try and it doesn't even matter because I don't, and no one's learning anyway. And I don't think that's true. I think there are some people who know, obviously, this is not ideal. And we, you know, I've been training uh, people to use science curriculum and we know it's going to be slower. We're not going to be able to go as fast. And guess what? It's okay. Because the point of school, it's kind of like a secret where nobody wants you to know what the point of school is. It's kind of a secret where we want you guys to think like, we all have this hidden stuff that we're going to tell you and you get to know this year when I tell you, well, let me tell you the secret. The point of school is to learn how to learn. That's it. If you can learn how to learn, everything is available to you. Because guess what? I don't know all there is to know. Not even about one tiny little thing. I would sitting with my nephew and last night and we looked out on the front porch and there was a ginormous spider like huge abdomen huge abdomen really really long legs the legs went up out and down bent the eight legs were like all sort of four and four together they weren't like split with like four in the front four in the back it was you know they were all kind of and I thought oh my gosh I mean, I teach science. I know about spiders. I'm obsessed with having, I have my insect manual, my insect guide. So I get my insect guide and we start researching. I know how to learn. So when something comes in my life where I don't know what it is, I know how to figure it out. It might take me a while and it might be difficult and I might have to persevere, but I know how to do it. The point of school, you guys is to figure out how to figure things out. And in order to figure things out, sometimes things like mathematics and algebra are a strategy. The fact that algebra is looking for unknowns by using problem solving, problem solving of equalities. So if this side is equal to this side, I can manipulate the variables to find the answer. That is a beautiful analogy too. I have this bit of information and this bit of information. I'm going to move the information around and around and around until I can figure out the answer or at least the current answer of what we know. 
and as a scientist, I say that because you only know what you know when you know it and you don't know what you don't know. So if I'm thinking of, oh my gosh, I've identified this uh, spider from the insect manual. Well, what if it's a new species that nobody's ever seen before and I've seen it and I'm lumping it into a category? Probably not. So I'm going to go with what I know based on the evidence. Scientists don't spend a lot of time making up explanations that are not evidence-based because that's not how science works. So when you make up a scenario like, oh, I think this is happening because of this thing. Okay, so is that evidence or is just that a story? Telling stories is an important part of who we are as human beings and explaining the world when it's inexplicable because of technology has become part of those stories. So history, and you know my obsession with Hamilton and how much I actually watched Hamilton on Disney Plus today just for the second time. But I've listened to the soundtrack so many times that I could basically sing along for the whole show. Uh, but that idea that it, it's a story told from a perspective by the person that's telling the story. And you, I know, realize that two people can experience the exact same thing and have different stories. And we've talked about that before as well. So that idea that I, I'm learning how to learn, I'm learning how to interpret the world, I'm learning how to problem solve, I'm learning how to use data to manipulate the variables to solve for this unknown. And I'm also learning that I don't know what I don't know. So my mind is open for more learning. School feels very closed box, like this perfect little box where all the things fit in there. You're going to do social studies and science and language arts and math and possibly a language and possibly some electives or some whatever they you want to call those classes. And it does feel very prescribed when Honestly, all of your teachers are doing is teaching you how to learn. Now, learning music, there are some tools and techniques and some vocabulary that is unique to that subject, but it's all about learning how to learn. How do you learn? How do you learn best? And most of you are not going to say, I learn best by sitting behind a computer and watching a Zoom video or a Screencastify or an Edpuzzle. I get that. We all get that. And we all know that this totally, 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 totally sucks. It's what we've got. And we want to keep your mind practicing those skills. And it's really hard when we can't have a discussion. It's really hard. We know as scientists, we've done studies about how, remember that study I told you about where um, if you're studying, if you actually just think about what you're doing and, uh, you know, just repeat, repeat in your brain compared to mouthing, like I'm going to think about what I'm doing, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to make a sound. I'm just going to mouth it or I'm actually going to say it out loud or I'm actually going to say it out loud to another person person. And remember the data showed that when you actually say it out loud, it didn't really matter if the other person was listening or not. It didn't really matter if the other person was even a person. This is why you know, when little kids read to dogs, 
It doesn't matter if the other object that you're reading aloud to can understand what you're reading, but that act of reading aloud or studying aloud or thinking aloud or processing the world aloud, and I'm a, I'm a verbal processor, that, that skill of verbal processing in studies where they have had comparison groups of I didn't do verbal processing, I mouthed, but it didn't, I didn't make any noise when I mouthed, all of those different variables, the groups that verbal processed remembered more in a statistically significant way so that we know when you take the time to do that, which is why in science class, I really want you to turn and talk. I really want you to be on task and help each other because when you all discuss information, your brain processes, processes it. Ah, what is that word? Process, process is it <laughs> deeper, more meaningful and in a different way. I'm going to have to practice the processing of the processes, processes. All of your teachers try to have opportunities for you to talk and to collaborate and to do teamwork. It's really hard in school because it's really hard to get you guys to focus on the topic that has been selected for you. And part of school I get is like, why do I have to learn this? Well, because you don't know what you don't know. So if I don't tell you something you don't know, you're never going to know it and you're never going to ask to learn it. You know, there's that... um, theory that students should drive their own education. I totally get that. Yes, I want you to have a part in where we're going and what we're doing, but you can't pick the subject necessarily because you don't even know what the subjects are. You have no idea how many subjects there are out there. You can be interested in say space, but then what are you going to study? You don't even know what we know, which is why the first thing we do is we talk about, okay, what do we already know? And then we build from there. And I think that's the important thing and where parents in the community and our culture has not uh, given educators enough support is in we pick the things we want to tell you, not because it's random, but because the content that we want to tell you is going to spark deeper thought and deeper content. And I always say, uh, and I did this too, right? Like, and that's the thing is when you get older and you have more experience, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, man, I have so many cool things to tell people about, you know, I wish I had done it this way, but I wish I hadn't closed doors on myself. So when you think, oh, I hate math and I'm not going to be a mathematician. Okay. What if there was a door you just closed that you didn't mean to? And in the future, that door got closed way back when you were 13 and it's real, real hard to open it once it's closed. When all the doors are open, it's overwhelming. I had a conversation with a, uh, I think, millennial. I'm not really even sure. She she was 27 and her anxiety is, I don't even know what to do. There's so much to do. I get that. We know scientifically that if more than seven choices, your brain can't figure out what to do. That there's this sweet spot with choices. More is actually worse for making decision. So, and then like too few, like if I had two choices, and that doesn't feel very good. 
10 choices too much. Seven was the sweet spot that they found. And I think they did it with jelly in a grocery store aisle. So even just like somewhat meaningless things. But that idea that, you know, if you give yourself too many choices, all these doors are open, you kind of break down and collapse and you don't know what to do. I totally understand that. And we do live in a world where you could be anything you want to be. Obviously, there might be some limitations, but mm, you could probably pretty much do anything you want. So then the overwhelming piece is, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I love. I don't know what I enjoy. So my first suggestion, encouraging project for you, is number one, you are stronger than you think. Please write that down. Please put it on a sticky. Please put it on your bathroom mirror. Please put it in your student planner. And yes, I know you have Google Classroom and you have all this online access, but your planner is your brain's way to connect to time. Time is this construct that my brain uh, manipulates through the hand on a paper with a calendar. Those to-do lists that you write by hand is sending a message to the cells in your body and your brain. This is the list of things to do. There's endorphins that get released to motivate you to do those. And they are different than when you type, when you do a voice memo. We know writing matters. You don't like to write? Get over it. Practice more. Buy an awesome pen. I just bought the Crayola Artistic Colored Pencils and let me tell you, they are so much better to color with than regular colored pencils. So now that I have these beautiful colored pencils that feel wonderful in your hand and feel wonderful then run across the paper, guess what I want to do more? I want to spend more time shading and coloring and blending. If you don't like writing, you haven't found the right pen or pencil or paper or um, notebook. Find a notebook that you love. What makes you just giddy what do you read about look here I mean it never really was music for me but I can see why it is music for people and I do enjoy music but I was never one of those kids that was like music 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 um I was the dinosaur kid with the science and the dinosaurs and dinosaur dinosaur like that was my thing and that was my you know my trademark if you were going to get a tattoo right now to signify yourself, what would it be? And if you're like, ah, I don't want a tattoo. Okay, this is a pretend game. You're not getting a tattoo. If you could paint something on your wall right now to look at that is your inspiration, what would it be? If you can't think of something, it's time to think of something. And that's sort of where I'm going with this. That you're about to start school, it's you are being isolated, and I know that most of you have not been uh, super self-isolating and social distancing and all of that, and I 
completely understand why. And I do know that uh, for many people, the reality of the situation is sort of, um, it, and I don't want to say bland, but kind of bland. Um, I personally don't know a single person who has had COVID other than like, oh, I was a little bit sick and I tested positive, but it was nothing like I don't, I don't have any personal experience. It doesn't mean it's not real. Right? Like that's part of me learning is I don't have to experience everything there is to experience to understand something's real. So that's kind of cool because then, you know, it would be really difficult for me to understand the space-time fabric because I've never, although I kind of have, have experienced it since I've experienced gravity. And so maybe that's a bad example. But I'm trying to think of something I've never experienced, but I know it's real because of based on what other people tell me. Uh, I've never been to Australia, but I know it's real. I have never circumvented the entire earth, but I know it's round. So there are things that I know that I didn't have to experience. That is part of building this repertoire of you only know what you know when you know it and you don't know what you don't know. So until I can gather experiences by either personally going out and experiencing something or reading about personal experiences, then you don't even know what you love or don't love. What inspires you? This is why one of my favorite humans that I taught last year was a kid who not only loved music and played music, but when that kid picked up his instrument, you could feel the whole atmosphere change and shine with passion and just that sense of complete bliss. And it was infectious. And I don't play an instrument. I don't... I, I think... Musicians are ridiculous. I was going to say ridiculous, ridiculously inspiring. I am inspired by people who can express their emotions and their thoughts and their 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 anxieties and their happiness and all of those things through music. I am envious, but inspired by that that inspiration envy. That's what I want you to find for yourself what do you love so much that other people get inspiration envy from and I think that you know it's it's hard because you're stronger than you know oh I can't do this I don't know and and truly if Anxiety and depression and, and there are things that you're dealing with. Yes, you have a reason. You have, you have um, strategies to work on. We know behavioral therapy helps. We know for some people medicine can help. We know that, they, that and that's the problem with mental health is it's so different for every person. Physical health can be 
you know, different for every person, but you break your arm, you break your arm, we're going to set it and you know that sometimes it takes longer to heal and sometimes it takes shorter to heal. And there's all these other variables, but in general, a bone is a bone. Well, your brain is very unique and the chemicals in your brain are activated and synthesized with current research through the gut. And so like, think of all these things that we know and we don't know and, ah, and how can we figure out to internalize that you are stronger than you think. You can do this. We care about you. I want you to set some goals I want you to make a to-do list. I want your to-do list to be on paper. I'm telling you the things that I want you to do because maybe you'll do them because I want you to and not because you want you to and then you'll start to do them and think, oh, I did this because she wanted me to do them and now that I'm doing them, huh, that kind of helps. Sometimes we start doing things for other people because we can't do them for ourselves. So yes, we want you to have your internal motivation to move through the world, but in order to build that internal motivation, you have to feel what that feels like. And so we practice with external motivation. We give you a Jolly Rancher when you do something good and you're like, ooh, that feels good. So maybe I'm going to do other things that make me feel good. You are stronger than you think. You've got this. We've got your back. You are not going to be behind because you are going to practice learning how to learn. You're going to get better and more efficient at learning how to learn. I am behind you 100%. I'm here. Send me a message. Send me an Instagram. Send me anything you need so that I can help you Support yourself and know that you are stronger than you think.